what we're actually going to see tomorrow is uh, ZANU pursuing its line that it's a constitutional party, that it follows the constitution, and therefore they are saying after a certain period of time, if there's been no court challenge to the constitutional court, um, they will go ahead and fulfill that inauguration of the president. So they are creating this mirage of the fact that they are a constitutional party, but when they well know that the dispute and the, uh, and the, um, and the disagreements around the outcomes of the elections have not been concluded by any reasonable measure. So, at the end of the day, we know that there is the CCC, that is Mr. Nelson Chamisa, and other parties. So, can we conclude here and say everything is done for them? They're not going to do anything more? No, in fact, I think for for both parties, they realize that this is the beginning of a long journey. So, what in fact, from the CCC's point of view, is that they, in fact, they're actually putting their mark in the sand that we will not go to the courts because we believe that the courts are compromised and therefore there is no point in going there. So, in effect, in, in a way, they have already tarnished the courts uh, with a bad process. We are not going to bother come to talk to you guys because we know you are compromised. But on the other hand, they are actually saying to ZANU-PF, the issue of the outcome of the elections remains unresolved. As far as CCC is concerned, we won the presidential elections. We got this certain number of seats. You got your own seats by hook or by crook. On the other hand, ZANU-PF, as I said earlier on, they are saying, look, they want to create this impression that they are a constitutional party. They have allowed all the other due processes to run. And from their own interpretation and implementation of the Constitution, they will go ahead with the inauguration tomorrow. But they will know fully well that, in fact, this is just the beginning of the, of the, um, of the matter. So now it's a question of legitimacy, isn't it? It is indeed. And uh, you will recall that for the last five years, the driving force behind uh, ZANU-PF and Emerson Mnangawa's uh, crusade has always been around the engagement of Zimbabwe being open for business, you know, uh, Zimbabweans building their own country, uh, Zimbabweans engaging with the international community, regaining its rightful position in the international community. So now, when you get to a position where people, in fact, really understand that in 2017, these, these chaps actually came into power through some criminal activity, normally called the coup. Even the 2018 elections were mad in violence. Remember, people got killed then. So in, instead of progressively uh, cleaning the image of ZANU-PF uh, in the eyes of the international community to sustain the engagement strategy, this actually will take them like four or five steps backwards. So it's back to square one for ZANU-PF. And what happens to the people, common people, you know, uh, while all this well, is happening? I, I think for the, for, for the common people, this is a, is a, is a very worrying position, Mr. Uh, because you will realize that for some people now, they will be 43 years old. And for, so if they project themselves in the next five years where Zimbabwe is stuck in this quagmire that they are in, they will be 48 years old. In fact, we are about to get into the decade of the pensioners who have never known better in Zimbabwe. Pensioners who have no pension. Pensioners who are not different from teenagers because they have no savings, no access, nothing to fall back on. But on the other hand, you've got a populace that actually was looking forward to a different outcome because all the fundamental statistics in Zimbabwe showed that, look, in fact, the current government was incapable of moving the country in any way. Look, pick up on whatever statistics that you want to pick up. They were all going south. So, in effect, I think what you've got, instead of the feeling of despair, disillusionment like that we've seen in Zimbabwe, say, 2003, 2008, 2013, 2018, the feeling at the moment from the people that are spoken to, or even if you look at social media postings, if you just listen to people talking, there's a feeling of anger.